This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from Human Connections. Well, honestly, Pittsburgh fans, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Last night was not our night at all. But unfortunately, actually, I should say fortunately, before the battle in NYC, The Penguins have been on a bit of a roll or a bit of a high. So we're going to talk about their wins in Pittsburgh against the New York Rangers and against the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll talk about their games coming up as well as games coming up for the New York Rangers, and we will give you my reaction to a New York Rangers 6-0 win on Saturday night, and a New York Rangers four two victory on Thursday night. So once again, the final scores from NYC are 4-2 on Thursday night. And of course, 6-0 just last night. The big question everyone is asking, or one of the big questions, is do the Pittsburgh Penguins have a number one goaltender at this point in the season? We touch on that and a little bit more on today's edition of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and it's time for Penguins' reaction after the late games to take flight. It's one of our new after shows that I'll touch on later in the show, why it is debuting today. All that after this quick introduction. And then after a quick commercial break, after our first segment, we will continue on the show. Lots of great hockey content coming up. Don't go anywhere, Pittsburgh Penguin fans. 
New York Rangers fans. Penguins hockey and New York Rangers hockey continues right here on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast in just a few minutes. So stay with us. We're back into the Sports for Beginners studio and our Penguins reaction with New York Rangers hockey and Pittsburgh Penguins hockey in just a few minutes. Remember, Jake Gensel fans, that every time Jake Shake scores for your Pittsburgh Penguins, you always receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins dealers. Time for a break, but we will be back in just a few minutes. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Baseball is in full swing. If you like collecting baseball cards, then you'll love making a collection of your favorite team's own bobbleheads. That's right, Major League Baseball now has the best team bobbleheads for you to collect from every single team. See how you can show your favorite team's pride by visiting your favorite team's stores or by ordering them online at MLBShop.com. But hurry, because once these deals are gone, they're gone. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com And now it's time to get back to the action in the Sports for Beginners studio. Now back to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey and New York Rangers hockey, Rangers and Penguins fans on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast studio. Let's get back into the studio that brought us this show, the Sports for Beginners studio, with our host and friend, Scott McGregor. This is Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Penguin reaction after the late game. Let's get you back to your host, Scott McGregor, in the Sports for Beginners studio to kick the show off. Over to you, Scott. Well, well, Pittsburgh fans, I, I really don't know how to put it to you. I really wish I knew how to put it into you. Welcome to Penguins. 
reaction after the late games. The after show after every late game has gone final. We're doing it after the back-to-back of games at NYC in New York City where the Rangers would tie the season series at just two wins apiece. But my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. I know we're all really excited for Monday in the Berg, but 13 games left in the season. Now you got to be in must-win mode. And the question everyone is asking right now is, do the Pittsburgh Penguins have a number one goaltender at this point in the season? I'll be real honest with you. I don't know. But if you ask the old two-niner himself, Phil Borg, he straight up said, no, no, they do not. Now, he did also back that up, but I'm not going to get into further detail. I do want to, however, touch on something that I saw on Twitter as part of head coach Mike Sullivan's post-game availability. So I know some I know some of you probably listened to DK's Daily Shot of Penguins. So here's just one of the things that the Pittsburgh Penguins put out on their Twitter from head coach Mike Sullivan when he was asked about the performance. And he said, we've got to pick ourselves up off the mat, dust ourselves off, and get back in the fight. So Mike Sullivan looks like he should be ready for Ottawa on Monday night. That's tomorrow night by the time you listen to this podcast. But anyways... One of the other things he said was, but but also we believe in this group and we believe we have what it takes. We're not going to have to pick, or sorry, we're going to have to pick ourselves up, as I already said earlier, off the mat, dust ourselves off and get back in the fight. He also says, tonight was a humbling experience for us. These guys that put the uniform on the unif that put the uniform, they're proud guys and they care a lot about what's going on here. 
So nobody feels it more than the players themselves and the coaching staff. I got to tell you, I have to tell you, we, we can't start losing games because actually now as we get into the recap of it, which, which is coming right up in just a second, I will give you the three stars before we say goodbye for the first segment. But to me, it feels like an opportunity was missed when you could have either taken the series by winning the game on Thursday night and then winning last night but neither happened now because they lost the penguins lost the game on Thursday night 4 to 2 we're going to touch on a few players that I felt stood out to me and also we're going to touch on a few games that were a little bit more positive than obviously the game we all watched or listened to last night. So, I mean... I mean, honestly, I I don't know how to put it to you. Let's begin our recap by going over the games before the battle in NYC. So we know already that the Penguins played five games at home before they played back-to-back games at MSG Thursday and last night. They took home their first victory at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets, five to four in overtime and guys that I might mention in just a second like Jake Gensel, Jason Zucker, Danton Heinen, and Sidney Crosby, they were present. But 
But the Blue Jackets aren't done with the Penguins yet. And the Penguins have won all three of those games so far. So the Blue Jackets come the next and final meeting in Columbus, which will be next month, April 13th, when they close out the season. You know that the Jackets are going to want to make this game a split series. But anyways, they fall to the New York Islanders in overtime and end up losing the series against the Islanders. Something that has never happened In any series, the Penguins and the New York Islanders have played. The final score there was 4-3 New York Islanders with the win. But the Penguins would go 3-2. and two. Three, two, and one, I should say. Oh, excuse me. Three, one, and one with a loss in overtime, three, four, three to the New York Islanders. And then a loss to Montreal, four, six on Tuesday night, this past Tuesday. Montreal won it 6-4 in Pittsburgh, but the New York Rangers also lost to the Penguins the night before that on Sunday by a final score of 3-2 in favor of the Penguins. Then the games at MSG happened. And although the Penguins would get two goals, because we're going to go summarize both of those games. They unfortunately unable to blank Igor Shesterkin for the first time this season after both Tristan Jari and Igor Shosturkin once again went back at it on Saturday night. And Chris Kreider was actually one of the Big reasons why. Here's the scoring summary from Thursday's game. 
I'll start with this game stat here. So the Penguins finished the game with 32 shots on goal, a 52.8 percentage of faceoff wins. They had no power play opportunities that game and spent four minutes in the penalty box. They had 21 hits, 16 blocks, 14 giveaways, and they took the puck away 11 times. They would finish to get that total of 32 shots on goal. They would finish the first period with seven shots on goal. 11 shots on goal in the second. And 14 in the final frame. Now, the New York Rangers would finish with 12 shots on goal in the first period of that game on Thursday, nine in the second, and 14 in the third. But their final scoring total, 35 shots on goal total. They had two power play opportunities in the game on Thursday, did not connect on either of them. A save percentage of 47.2%. Excuse me, sorry, not a save percentage, a face-off per percentage of 42.2%, 47 42 47.2%, I should say. And as I mentioned earlier, they had 35 shots on goal. They, however, did not spend any minutes in the penalty box. on Thursday, they had 20 hits, 16 blocks, same as Pittsburgh, 24 giveaways, and they had 17 takeaways as they took the puck away from Pittsburgh 17 times. I would imagine that margin grew a little bit bigger for the game on Saturday. Who scored the who scored the goals? Well, Mika Sabanajad got it started with his 30 with his 35 35th goal of the season. At 
two minutes and 51 seconds in. I'm, I'm Terry Panarin, assist number 55. On the season for him, the New York, the new New York Ranger, former St. Louis Blue, Vladimir Tarasenko, grabs assist number twenty-six on the season, and just like that, it's one nothing Rangers after twenty minutes. The second period. Ricard Raquel puts the Penguins on the board with his 24th goal of the season. And Sidney Crosby on the assist with his 53rd assist of the season at 14 minutes and 40 seconds. Then at 16.53 in the second period, it is Tyler Mutt with his fourth goal of the season. Tyler Motte with his fourth goal of the season. Fourth goal of the season. At 16.53. In the second period, Rangers up 2-1. So Rangers 2, Pittsburgh 1. In the third period, Jake Gensel puts the Penguins back in a tie with Goal number 30 of the season at 9.09 to go in the third period. So nine minutes and nine seconds into the third. The Penguins tie it up with Jake Gensel's 30th goal of the season. Sidney Crosby getting assist number 54. And Ricard Raquel getting assist number 25 of the season. But remember how I mentioned Chris Kreider? Well, the man was a present in both of these games. First in the Thursday game with two goals that led to the winning of game of the game on Thursday. And they were his 29th goal of the season at 11:45 into the game. Vincent Torchek on the assist with number 34. Adam Fox with assist number 51 of the season for him. Torchik would grab assist number 35 
on Kreider's next goal. which would be his 30th goal of the season at 19-10. In the third, Mika Sabanajad. On the assist as well, with goal, with assist, I should say. Number 37 on the year. The Rangers won the game on Thursday night by a final score of 4-2 to two in favor of the Rangers. And that's not the only thing. Tristan Jari played well in the game on Thursday, but he gave up four goals. And made 31 saves on 34 shots. All right. Before we get down to Saturday, I mentioned I was going to bring you the three stars. And that's what I'm going to do. So without any further ado, as I set it up. You're going to hear what you hear once in our post game. for the three stars twice. And why? Well, because we're not doing the shake of the game during this show. Instead, that is going to be replaced by Instead, that is going to be replaced by our game pucks of the game. And of course, I'm going to talk about some Penguin players that stood out to me and how I thought they played. But a quick reminder as we get you ready for this quick drop that the Penguins will be playing in Pittsburgh before they head out for two road games in Denver, Colorado, and then in Dallas. They will play the Senators at home in Pittsburgh on Monday night. All right, here you go. This is the first time you're going to hear this drop out of two. 
it's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That is myself. And we welcome everyone into the studio here for the three stars. Now, just like... Any post-game show, but this is a reaction show. We're doing things a little different than what we do with the post-game show. But I'm still going to give you the three stars of the game. So for game one of the battle in NYC at the end of this four-game set between the Penguins and the New York Rangers, the three stars were Chris Kreider. He was your first star. Igor Shosturkin was your second star. And Tyler Mott was your third star. I don't have I didn't have the stats there on the NHL app, but that's okay. Kreider had two goals on that game. On Thursday night, Penguins had St. Patty's Day off. And then they got ready for a game after St. Paddy's Day. On Saturday. And we're recording this. On Sunday, two days after St. Patrick's Day. So if you are, we're still celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Happy belated St. Patrick's Day to you. The Penguins fell in this game four to two, and with the loss. On Thursday, Igor Shosturkin, who was the winning goaltender, improved to uh, to 31, 11, and 7. While Tristan Jari, with the loss, moved to 28. And six. So 20 wins, eight losses, and six overtime losses. How did they do? Or I should say rather, what is the record now? Well, we're going to get to that. But once again, 
Chris Kreider is your first star of the Thursday night game with two goals, no assists, no penalty minutes, 15 minutes and 44 seconds, and plus two. Igor Shesterkin is your second star. 32 goal, 32 say 32 shots, two goals given up, 30, 30 saves for a save percentage of 938. And Tyler Mott is your third star with one goal, 13 minutes and 11 seconds played on the ice. And no goals, or sorry, no assists, and no penalty minutes, and no plus minus. We'll get to Saturday's attendance before we wrap this show up. But for the sake of the first recap we're doing, we'll also save the game pucks of the game for that second recap. Still to come here in our opening segment, we're going to get to that in just a second. But the attendance for the game on Thursday, well, the Rangers won 4-2 to on Thursday in front of 18,600 fans in attendance. So 18,006 fans in a fan. 18,006 fans in attendance at MSG for quite a good hockey game, but a not so very good one if you look at the stats for the one on Saturday. Speaking of Saturday, let's go to that game now that we've wrapped up the first recap of the show. And you know what? We're going to start with the attendance. So the Rangers win the game. Six-zero. In front of, wow, the same attendance, 18,006 fans in attendance at Madison Square Garden once again. Only this time, your three stars, your first star. Well, we'll talk about that in just a second. We'll talk about the three stars of this game in just a second. 
let's do the recap of that game. And before we do, this game had penalties. The game on Thursday had penalties. And boy, you know it. They were all on Pittsburgh, and they were all charged to Marcus Pedersen. First for high sticking at 536 in the third in the first. Marcus goes for high sticking at 536 in the first period. Then a little later in the second period at 1921, he goes for holding the stick against Capo Caco. That would be all the penalties for Thursday's game, again, in front of 18,006 fans in attendance. For the game, that also had the same attendance, 18,006 fans in attendance. Where the Rangers went on a route to take down the Penguins, 6-0. And shut them out. All of the scoring was just two, just two, just two goals in the second period. Sorry, in the first period. And they all came off the stick of Mika Sabanajad. So Sabanajad once again got it started with goal number 36 of the season at five minutes and 10 seconds in. It's 1-0 New York. Jacob Truba on the assist with assist number 18 on the season. Keandre Miller with Assist number 27 of his, of the season, I should say. Amtineri Panarin gets gold number 21 of the season at 1949, so a few minutes later. On the power play, by the way. So it's a PPG for NYR. And Adam Fox grabbing assist number 52 of the season on that goal. Just like that, Rangers are up to zip. Rangers to Pittsburgh zero. 
to the second period we go. The former St. Louis Blue, now turned New York Ranger, Vladimir Tarasenko, gets a goal number 15 on the season. at 3.54 into the second period. With Mika Sabanajad getting assist number 38 on the season. Keandre Miller getting assist number 28 of the season. On that goal, it's now Rangers three, Pittsburgh still with a zero on the board. They weren't done there. Chris Kreider once again scored. And this would be goal number 31 on the season for him. The former Chicago Blackhawk, Patrick Kane, is in the mix on this. He gets assist number 32 of the season. Vincent Torchek grabbing assist number 36 on the season. At that Six point, I should say six forty three mark of the second period at eight thirty nine. Jacob Truba backs in another one. He puts it. Another puck behind the Penguins' goal. And that makes it 5-0, New York. Truba's eighth goal of the year. Vladimir Tarasenko's 27th assist of the year. And Mika Sabanajad grabbing assist number 39 of the year. And then Antoneri Panarin. Goal number 22 of the season, second goal of the night for Antoneri Panarin. At 16.38 in the second period. Patrick Kane with assist number 33 of the season. And Philip Kreitel with assist number 19 on the year. 
set the game out of reach. And that would be all they needed. As after 40, the Rangers would be up 6-0. And they would play really, really well in the third period. Trying to increase the lead. But the Penguins do a good job not allowing that to happen. And thus, your final score of this game. Rangers 6, Pittsburgh 0. Your shots on goal for the Penguins, 33 this time. For the Rangers... 24. The Rangers had a face-off percentage of 50.9%. The Penguins, 49.1% of their face-offs were won. The Penguins get a, a power play opportunity, five of them actually. And they don't connect on other on either of them. They don't connect on either of them. They were 0 for 5. So 0 for 5. Oy, that's gotta hurt. Meanwhile, the Rangers get four opportunities, four opportunities, and they connect on only one opportunity. That would be the PPG back in the first period, the first goal that Artin Nimri Panarin scored in the first period. Both teams spent 12 minutes in the penalty box each. The Penguins, this go-go-around, had 15 hits. Meanwhile, the Rangers had 11 hits. The Rangers gave the puck away 14 times. Pittsburgh gave it away nine times. And the Rangers would take the puck away 16 times while Pittsburgh would take the puck away. Seven times. You ready for the shots on goal per period? 
before we do the final time, you're going to hear our quick drop. Well, here you go. To get the Penguins to a total of 33 shots on goal, they had 15 shots on goal in the first period, 10 in the second, and 8 in the third. The New York Rangers had 24 shots on goal, but per period, they had 12 shots after 20 minutes, 8 shots after 40 minutes, and after 60, they had 4 shots. The game can't be complete without penalties, and we're going to get to those. But first, time once again for the three stars of the game. As you could probably imagine, not much has changed. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That's me. We're going to get to the game pucks of the game in the middle segment. Which is where we will also talk about A check in around the league, see what's going on. We will I'll give you a little bit of a final word on this game before we start previewing Penguins and New York next couple of games, as well as the Senators and the Penguins at 7 p.m. in PPG Paints Arena. We'll preview all of that in our final segment. But as we continue here with our recap, it might have, I'm not sure how long it is right now, but regardless, we're almost into the end of it. So thank you for joining us if you've been with us, despite everything that's gone on for the Penguins this week. Your three stars of the game, your third star, Artun Yemi Panarin with two goals, no assists, no penalty minutes, plus four, and a total ice time of 15 minutes and 32 seconds. Your third, your second star, Mika Sabanajad, one goal, two up, two assists, plus three, no penalty minutes for him and a total ice time of 15 minutes. And once again, the winning goaltender has made the three stars mark, but this one he's well-deserved. 33 shots, 33 saves, save percentage of 1,000, 
and no goals given up. It's Igor Shosturkin, who is your first star of this game. Now, I mentioned we're going to get to the penalties, but before we get to that, and I know that I should have also mentioned we were going to do a GWG. We're not going to do that today, but that's okay. If you go to sportsnet.ca and you click on our, and you click on the game and you could find out who got the GWG, which is game winning goal, but GWG for short. You'll find out who got it, but but my but my goodness, my my goodness gracious, like the fact that you got two in the game on Thursday and lost four to two, and then you couldn't do anything on Saturday. Honestly, my one word to describe it would be embarrassing. Honestly. But we're going to try to keep it as positive as we can when we go into our first break and we go into players that stood out to me and a final word plus checking in the action that's going down today around the league. And some of the action that went down yesterday. But with the win for Igor Shosturkin. He is now 32-11-7. On the year. Tristan Jari, who did get the L, but did not play the whole game. Because he was pulled by head coach Mike Sullivan. Jari's record is 29 and six. So 20 wins, nine losses, and six overtime losses. The record again for Jari, 29 and 6. For Igor Shosturkin, 32, 11 and 7. Okay, so now for the penalties. And boy, were there a lot. Majority of the penalties in the sec in the first period were on Pittsburgh. Too many men on the ice. It was served by Alex Nylander. And that was at 6.01 in the first period. Six minutes, six minutes and one second into the first. Then, Evgeny Malkin gets called for roughing against Ben Harper. 
that would get served by Alex Nylander because Malkin also would get a boarding call at the same time, which was 1856 into the period. Then Ben, at that same time, is also getting a roughing call on Malkin. In the second period, meanwhile, the Rangers take pretty much every penalty. Vincent Chorchek, 435 to 435 in the game. Second period. He goes, Torchik goes for roughing against Drew O'Connor. Igor Shosturkin, the goaltender, is getting penalized at 10-17 for a delay of game. Puck over the glass. It will be served by Philip Kreitel. And of course, Chris Kreider, he gets called at 14.07 for tripping against Jake Gensel. Into the third we go, where the Penguins once again had the majority of penalties taken, three penalties taken. And Brian Dumoulin is the first to go at 5.05 in the third for high sticking against Vincent Torjak. Then later, at 7.01, Barclay Goudreau. goes for high sticking against Chad Ruedel. Ten thirty-three. Jeff Carter goes for slashing against Philip Kreitel. Then Barkley Goudreau goes again. I wonder what he was called for this time. Tripping was the call against Josh Archibald. Speaking of Josh Archibald, he would round out our penalty summary at the end of the game and the period at 20 minutes. with a slashing penalty against Capo Caco. Now, because the Penguins lost this game, they also lost the number one wild card spot 
to the New York Islanders who jumped ahead of them. in the standings. Okay, well. Just one thing I will mention as well. Post-game show for Pens and Senators, that comes your way tomorrow evening and will be available wherever you listen to podcasts on Tuesday. Look for it probably around the afternoon. We'll see. The game itself is at 7 p.m. 7.10 is the puck drop. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we get ready into the final segment. But we're going to take a quick break. Check in on the action that went down yesterday in NHL. And we're also going to check in. And I'm also going to give you my final word on both of these games. But congratulations, though, to Mike Sullivan, the night of the Philadelphia game for grabbing career win. I believe it was the night of the Philadelphia game, but I'll check it again. From the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, Instagram, because I know they posted it. Mike Sullivan has had now 400 career NHL wins. And it was after the 5-1 win over Philadelphia. I thought so, yep where the Penguins would congratulate Mike Sullivan on 400 career wins. So congratulations to you, Coach, on that. But let's get back to the thick of, let's get back into the thick of things and start winning some more hockey games. One more other congratulations I'll give out to here. Jason Zucker, prior to the two games we just talked about, had nine goals in eight games. And by the time we played Montreal, that was career game for Danton Heinen. 400. 
congratulations to him on that. Now, when the Penguins battled the Rangers for the first time in NYC, Ricard Raquel scored 400 NHL points. Yes. You heard me correctly. He scored 400 career NHL points with the goal that he got. So big congratulations to him during the game. The game didn't pan out the way that we wanted it to. But 400 per year NHL points is pretty good. And with that, we will take a quick time out i'll give you players who stood out to me on the other side of a 10 of a quick break and i will give you my final word my words to describe this these two games And later, after we check in around the league, we will preview sends and pens. Final game of the year for the Pens and the Senators. That comes your way Monday night. Tomorrow night as we record this podcast. And boy, howdy. Is this ever a must-win game? We talk about that in the final segment after 30 seconds of a break. But after a quick timeout, we will be back with players who stood out to me. My words to describe both of these games. And then we will preview what's coming next. After 30 seconds, we will preview 
What's coming next for the Penguins, including their game against the Ottawa Senators? On Monday night, we preview what's ahead there. Plus, we preview Senators and Penguins. All of that still to come after 30 seconds of a break. But after this break, we're back for my final words, a check-in around the league at action that happened yesterday and action that's happening today. As we record this podcast, we'll also touch on some action tomorrow, as well as pens and senators. All of that is coming up next. We will be right back. And when we come back, we look at what happened on Saturday night around the league. I give you my final words. And then after 30 seconds of, of the next break, we preview games next up for the Rangers and the Penguins. And we also preview Senators and Penguins in Pittsburgh on Monday night. Stay tuned. You're listening to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on Sports Dinner Podcast. Looking for sports content on the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Bills, and the Argos, as well as the Blue Jays and the Raptors during the NBA basketball season, the NFL, CFL football season, the blue, the baseball season in MLB, and the hockey season in the NHL, then you've come to the right place. Check out Sports for Beginners, the podcast with me. Scott McGregor, where we talk about everything and anything in the world of sports media and around the teams, the Pittsburgh Penguins during hockey season, the Buffalo Bills and Toronto Argonauts during football season, the Toronto Blue Jays during baseball season, and the Raptors of Toronto, the Toronto Raptors during basketball season we've got you covered every week 
But if you've got any questions or feedback, please send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sportsforbeginnerspodcast87. And to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop, please visit https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Once again, that is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Catch you later, fans! I am your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome back to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor. That was another bit of our introductional music to get us back in the studio here. Time now that we've gone over quite a bit of a disappointing day for or a disappointing trip to New York for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's time now for players that stood out the most to me and our final word. And kicking us off here, we're going to do a check-in around the league and see what went down yesterday in what looked like a pretty busy day in the NHL. So let's get into it, shall we? The New York Islanders, as I mentioned, they defeated the San Jose Sharks, which gave them the number one wild card spot in the standings. They defeated the San Jose Sharks four to one in San Jose last night. The Chicago Blackhawks fell to the Arizona Coyotes 4-2 in Arizona. It was a hard-fought battle in the late window for Hockey Night in Canada. But the Dallas Stars come away with the victory in Calgary, 6-5, the final there in overtime. The Vancouver Canucks win in a shootout, 3-2, over the LA Kings. 
a team that also defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-0 to zero a little while back. You can actually see my reaction to that game. as it was a very special night that night for an LA Kings legend. It's available right now on our podcast feed, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're aware, it's basically about the game, but also about... Dustin Brown, who had his number retired that night and his jersey retired. Anyways, they fall 3-2 to the Vancouver Canucks. The Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Montreal Canadiens. Five to three last night in Tampa Bay. Another four two final. It's the Panthers on top of the Devils. Four two. Devils two. Panthers four. Panthers win it in Florida. The Boston Bruins defeated Minneapolis, Minnesota 5 to 2. They defeat the Wild 5 to 2 in Minnesota. And the Winnipeg Jets were victorious in Smashville with a 3-2 win in overtime. Oh boy, that we have quite the battle going on in the Battle of Ontario that it ended in a shootout. A 5-4 final there. In Ottawa, the pe- the Toronto Maple Leafs win it. Five to four. But it was definitely a battle for the Leafs coming off the back half of a back-to-back in which they played the Carolina Hurricanes. Speaking of the Carolina Hurricanes, they were also on the back end of a back-to-back, as were the Philadelphia Flyers, who played just the other night, the Buffalo Sabres. And defeated them five to two. The Carolina Hurricanes would beat the Philadelphia Flyers five four in overtime yesterday. The Colorado Avalanche, who the Pittsburgh Penguins will see on Wednesday in Denver before they head out to Dallas for a Thursday matchup at 9 p.m. Eastern. 
they defeated the Detroit Red Wings five to one. And Connor McDavid and company defeated the Seattle Kraken six to four. So Philip Grubauer and the Seattle Kraken put up a great fight, but in the end, it was Edmonton winning it by two goals. Six for the final there. On tap today, Minneapolis is back in action. Minnesota is in action against the Washington Capitals at 2 p.m. So by the time this podcast drops into your favorite podcatcher, they will probably be underway or have since gone final. The Boston Bruins are on Sportsnet today at 1 o'clock Eastern as they take on the Buffalo Sabres. At 4 o'clock on Sportsnet, it's the Jackets of Columbus taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. The New York Rangers are on the back half of a back-to-back after their game yesterday and their game on Friday, on Thursday. As they play Nashville tonight at 7, they will play the Predators tonight at 7. So it's a quick turnaround. For New York. The Winnipeg Jets in action tonight as well as they battle the St. Louis Blues. The the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the New Jersey Devils tonight. And later at 8 o'clock Eastern, it's the Canucks and the Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks and the Vancouver Canucks. Go toe-to-toe at 8 p.m. Eastern, and you can see it on Sportsnet Pacific. You can also see Vegas and Columbus on Sportsnet, as well as Buffalo and Boston. Meanwhile, TSN 3, you can catch the Jets and the Blues <laughs> if this show drops on Monday. Here's what you can expect on Monday night. Obviously, the Penguins are back in action against the Ottawa Senators. We will we will preview that game and preview the games for New York coming up, including one of the games I just mentioned today. 
But also on top on Monday, the Florida Panthers battle the Red Wings in Detroit, Michigan. 7 p.m. 9 o'clock, the Blackhawks battle the Avalanche in Denver. And the San Jose Sharks are doing battle at 9.30 against Edmonton. See, You can see it on Sportsnet 1. Sportsnet East, Ontario, and West. You can see Penguins and Senators at 7. I will have a post-game show for you that, like this show, will be rebroadcasted on, on the ice and behind the benches. At 9.30, that is the Sharks and the Oilers. And later at 10 o'clock, 10.30 to be exact, on Sportsnet West, it's the Calgary Flames and the Los Angeles Kings. Lots of great hockey coming up. It's time now for... Players that stood out to me. So, Igor Shosturkin stood out to me quite a bit because he was not so good on Thursday night, but really, really good on Saturday night. So he's the one of the only Rangers that stood out to me, but I've not. But I also mentioned Mika Sabanajad, and I also have mentioned Chris Kreider. So in terms of game pucks of the game, my game pucks go to for New York, Chris Kreider and Mika Sabanajad. For the Penguins, they are Ricard Raquel and Jake Gensel. And some Penguin players other than Jake and Ricard that stood out to me. Tristan looked okay on Thursday, but the team didn't really back him up on Saturday at all because he's trying to make a lot of saves, but there's a lot of mistakes that the Penguins made last night, like a lot. And and I, I'm not going to pick on anybody, but I mean, 
yeah, yeah, Penguins fans, you, I get it. Trust me, when, when the Pens lost again, I, I was like you, upset. And to hear Phil Borg say that you should be, well, Will Borky, I was upset. But in my mind, the moral of the story is right now, we're still in control of our own destiny. And we have a we have the wild card spot, the second wild card spot right now. And we also won two of those games. So the great so some of the great news is we didn't exactly lose the series. Yeah, we lost the mini series in NYC to the New York Rangers because they won each each one. One by a score of four to two and the other by a score of six to zero. But my point is, we had back-to-back games in Pittsburgh in March and before Christmas, where we ended up winning 3-2 in overtime on March the 12th. That was the Sunday, this past Sunday. And of course, before Christmas on December 20th, in regulation, we finaled three to two. So, in a way, it could have gone either way, but I will agree with you on one thing, Borky. Thirteen games left in the season, twelve after this one on Monday night. Definitely must win games. I don't care if they're on the road or At home, you got to win games. You have to win games. So the Penguins need to find their legs as they hope to bounce back. That was our players who stood out to me in my final word segment with our check-in on games. And coming up after this 30 seconds of a break, we wrap this up with previewing 
what's coming up for the Rangers? What's coming up for the Pens? And we wrap up by previewing Sens and Penguins. All of that is next in 30 seconds after this. This is Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And it is also Penguins' reaction after the late games. We'll tell you post-game after the game against Ottawa when you can expect our next edition of Penguins' reaction after the late games, which we'll be covering both games Wednesday and Thursday night against the Avalanche and the Stars. We're back to tell you a little bit more about that. And what's going to happen after the game when the Penguins play the Capitals for the final time this season in Pittsburgh. But the only time this season they'll play it in Pittsburgh. Well, find out all that, all all of those answers when we when when we return in 30 seconds to penguins reaction after the late games you're listening to pittsburgh penguins hockey on sports for beginners the podcast sports content from media and fan perspectives alike check out all over the map with me Ali Musa where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond we will even feature non-sports broadcasters subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to learn more please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Welcome back everybody to Penguins Hockey on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, the final moments of Penguins reaction after the hockey game. After this quick re- ringtone here we'll get into our preview segment
It's time now for the preview segment. We are talking about what's coming next for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Rangers. And we are also previewing one of those games. But first, let's talk about what's coming next for both sides. We're going to start with the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers. And the first thing that's coming their way is Nashville. Tonight at 7. So they will play the Predators tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. They will then play two games with Carolina. One in MSG on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then one in Raleigh, North Carolina at 7 p.m. on Thursday night. After Wednesday, after a night off on Wednesday. They will then play Florida at 5 o'clock on Saturday. In Florida. And after two days off after that game. They finish off their March schedule with a home game against the Blue Jackets on Tuesday. And then back-to-back road games Friday and Thursday night. Thursday against New Jersey in New Jersey. And in Buffalo against the Sabres. Before kicking off their final three games of the season against Washington on April 2nd at 1 o'clock. Tampa Bay at 7.30 on the first Wednesday of April, April the 5th, when Tampa Bay is in town. And on the Thursday right after that, they will play the St. Louis Blues at 8 o'clock. The Columbus Blue Jackets Saturday night at Eight at seven o'clock Eastern. And then they wrap up the season with back to back seven o'clock games Monday and Thursday night against Buffalo and against Toronto. All righty. So before we get to previewing Pens and Senators, what's down the stretch for the Penguins? Well, Down the stretch, again, as I mentioned, the Senators play the Penguins tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. I will be recapping that game at 9.30 Eastern. Whether the game has gone final or not, I will be recording part of that show. So right at 9.30 is when the show is about to get started. It may change. We will have back-to-back episodes of Penguins' reaction after the late games, including our coverage of Colorado and Dallas. 
as they play the Stars on Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And before that, they will play right after the Senators, they will play the Colorado Avalanche at 8 p.m. Eastern in Denver, Colorado. At 8 o'clock Saturday and Sunday is when we will have another edition of Penguins reaction after the late games. Only it'll be a little different than what we're going to do with Colorado and New and Dallas, which will be our next edition coming your way on Friday. Stay tuned for more information tomorrow after the Senators game. And with that being said, I will mention that next Sunday after Washington's game, we will do Penguins reaction after the late games, but it will kind of act as a post-game show. Because from here on out, the post-game show will take over with the rest of the games that Pittsburgh will play down the stretch being at 7, 3 o'clock, and 1 o'clock, and 6 o'clock. Those games are after 8 p.m. puck drop against the Capitals on the Saturday coming up. Puck drop against Detroit for the second last time this season at 7 p.m. Then the Nashville Predators come to Pittsburgh for one of Pittsburgh's final homestands. It's their third. It's a three-game homestand, which will begin with Nashville on Thursday, March 30th at 7 p.m. Then Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. in Pittsburgh. It's the Battle of the Big Bad Bees. And the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Boston Bruins are in town. And the Penguins are taking them on. That should be a good one. But definitely a game. With now 13 games. Going to be 12 games after Ottawa's game goes down. Tomorrow. Definitely must wins. Philadelphia play the Penguins for the final time on Sunday, the night at the day after that, at 6 p.m. Eastern. And then from here on out until Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, April the 8th, 
it is New Jersey and the Penguins in New Jersey for the final time this season. Then the Minnesota Wild come to town for a matchup on Thursday, April 6th. April 8th, as mentioned, the Detroit Red Wings and the Penguins wrap up their series. Puck drop scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern. And then the Penguins will wrap up their season with a home game against Chicago at 7.30 p.m. And then a road game against Columbus to wrap up their season at 7 p.m. Eastern in Columbus, Ohio. All righty. Well, final game of the year for the Penguins and the Senators. Final game of the year. The Penguins played a The Penguins played the Senators in a home and home series which you can actually see on our podcast feed wherever you listen to podcasts. So make sure you go check those out. Where the Penguins would fall 5-4 to four in overtime on January the 18th. And then the very next night, defeat the Senators 4-1 to one on January 20th, 2023. With the season series tied and the final of three meetings between these two squads going down tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you're listening to this podcast, will it be the Penguins taking a split series with the Senators? By winning this game in Pittsburgh? Or will it be the Senators? Doing the split here. It's the Pens and the Senators. And it comes your way. 7 p.m. Eastern. On the Penguins Radio Network and on Sportsnet, pregame starts on the Radio Network, I understand, at 6 p.m. Eastern. Puck drop will happen at 7.10 Eastern. And you can also note that On Sportsnet, Hockey Central, or rather 
whatever it's called for Sportsnet, because it's a Monday night. Rogers Monday night hockey is what this will be. You can rest assured that it will most likely start after Tim and friends on Sportsnet. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Penguin's reaction before I should say Penguin's reaction after the late games. That's what it's called. And I have been your host, Scott McGregor. Thank you so much for joining us today. For joining us today. We do have a guest scheduled to join us, and he is actually one of our co-hosts that will be joining us in the studio. Yes, he will be joining us in the studio if he can make it. Prior to the end of the game tomorrow, between the Senators and the Pittsburgh Penguins, that game gets going at 7 o'clock. It's Rogers Monday Night Hockey, I do believe, and it will get started immediately following Tim and Friends, which is at 5 o'clock, I do believe. The Blue Jays are in action, but they are not on Sportsnet today. But you can catch the action. If possible, you can catch the action on the radio network or at bluejays.com. But that's going to do it for Penguins' reaction after the late games. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It's not ideal that the Penguins will lose too many games. But they did lose today. Sorry, they lost yesterday. And they lost And they lost on Thursday night. So hopefully they can bounce back. But with this in mind, thanks so much for listening. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey. On the Sports for Beginners podcast, I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time.
And until then, Penguins fans, we'll talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. We will talk to you after Sens and after Senators and Pens at 9.30 tomorrow night. See you then. It's the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Ottawa Senators. Two teams that had a bad night at the office last night and are looking to get back on track. And also, I should mention the Penguins had a bad night at the office on Thursday night. But they at least had, yes, at least they had points in the game on Thursday. Hard-fought battle for the Senators against the Leafs on Saturday. They lost that game. They also lost to the Avalanche the night the Penguins played the first game they played at NYC. But that was a competitive game. They lost five to four on the night the Penguins lost four to two. What will the final score be? And who will take the series? Will it be the Pens or will it be the Senators? It's Mike Sullivan's Penguins versus DJ Smith's Senators. And it comes your way. Both on this podcast, after the game, and... Before the game, on this podcast after the game at Sports for Beginners for Penguins post game, but before the game on Sportsnet and on the Penguins Radio Network, Pittsburgh's Rock and Alternative 1059 DX. The official home of the pens and the best pens coverage. And of course, you can also catch the Ottawa Senators live on their T on their TSN platform to hear their radio broadcast of the game as well. I believe they will have it on that broadcast as well. So if you're looking for the game because you can't see it on the TV, or let's just say it's not working out very much for you, 
then check out Ottawa's radio network or WXDX FM Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's rock and alternative for your home of the pens and the best pens coverage. 105.9 The X. And don't forget, even though I don't really I don't really listen to Mark Madden. If you like listening to Mark Madden, I hope I hope you enjoy the show. And that always happens weekdays on the X at 3 to 6 p.m. That does it for us. After this ringtone, our outro music and outro message follow. Thank you so much for listening to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Will it be the Pens? Will it be the Senators? Pens and Sens coming up on Monday night. I'm out, everybody. Enjoy the night. Enjoy the day. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember, Sports for Beginners fans, to join our host, Scott McGregor, every Fridays for your weekly dose of Friday episodes on the Sports for Beginners podcast.